Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right. In today's episode, we are going to rank the top nine best quarterback, running back, receiver trios in college football for 2023. And at the end of the list, we will have plenty of honorable mentions. Um, But I have the first pick here. So we kind of did this via a text draft earlier today. And I went homer. I'm taking USC as the best. Makes Uh, sense. Yeah. I mean, you got Caleb. Oh, you need Caleb. Yeah. I weight quarterback a little bit more here, maybe not as much as as I would if we were just kind of starting a team. I want to, you know, then it would almost be all quarterback, but uh, but definitely weight it more in this list. And he's the best quarterback in the country. Uh, obviously, Heisman Trophy winner, Heisman Trophy favorite for this upcoming season. As far as uh, the running back position, it's maybe more of a committee. But Austin Jones was was really good last year. He had over a thousand all-purpose yards and he was a backup for most of the season so he's the quote-unquote weak link but but still pretty good and then dorian singer is who i chose as the top receiver which it's it's hard to pick who's going to lead usc in receiving yards but he led the pac-12 in receiving yards last year for arizona so not a not a bad choice yeah indeed uh number two i took ohio state um and I know there's a question as to, you know, who the quarterback will be They're They're obviously either of them is unproven uh, Kyle McCord or Devin Brown. Most likely I went Kyle McCord here. Um, but, you know, it's it's Ryan Day. The quarterback is going to put up big numbers as we see each and every year. Um, so I say McCord there. You combine him with, you know, the best receiving group in the country uh, led by Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, you know, he was Ohio State's first unanimous all-american at wide receiver uh which was kind of surprising and he's the bolitnikoff award um favorite going into the year and then we're not including him but emeka igbuka is maybe the number two receiver in the country and he's number two on the team so they're they're loaded there um and then running back you've got you got another committee there i'm going mayan williams uh but you've also got Travion Henderson, uh, Williams, you know, he battled some injuries, but still had 14 touchdowns, highly productive. Um, they're, they're just, they're just loaded at kind of each of the positions. The weak link is quarterback, but I'm pretty confident they'll be pretty good there. Yeah, that would be a good bet. All right. Uh, my first pick, but third overall taking the, the rivalry of Ohio state there. We're going with Michigan, um, at quarterback. You got JJ McCarthy. He took over, uh, this past this past season here and really did pretty darn well i I think um 22 touchdowns five picks 65 percent completion percentage eight and a half yards per attempt is good um and then over 300 rushing yards and about five tds there so was he elite no was is that offense in particular designed for maybe elite quarterback stats not necessarily but i think he got getting better and better so I, i i felt pretty good about him towards the end of the year there um, so quarterback solid running back is where they're, they're just awesome. You got Blake Corum. I chose, you could have gone Donovan Edwards. Who's maybe just right there with, with Blake Corum, but Corum was like neck and neck for the Heisman, uh, towards the end of the year before he kind of got hurt there. Um, but he, he rushed for nearly 1500 yards at 18 rushing touchdowns. So he's a stud, um, a receiver is, I guess what you would consider the, the weakest spot of this, this trio Cornelius Johnson's my pick. Ronnie Bell is gone. Uh, but Johnson had had some big moments, especially towards the end of the year. Um, and he's going to see more more targets, obviously, now that, that Ronnie Bell's gone. He had last year he had over 500 yards and six touchdowns through the air. Should definitely see bigger numbers this year. 
All right. They were they were in we talked about this before. They were in Trey and I's top nine as well, but yeah. you were you were higher on Michigan. I would have let them I respect too. the ground game, man. They have the a great, great ground game. I, I like Corum, so you know. And I think you're underrating JJ McCarthy a little bit. He All supplanted right. he supplanted uh uh McNamara. Kate. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. No, <laughs> no, McCarthy's very good, but back to Mara led him to a playoff, and then McCarthy took you know. So I don't know. I think I think he's pretty darn good. Um, all right, I get back to back picks here. So oh, fourth pick, I'm gonna take Washington. Um, they just came out of nowhere last year offensively. Um, crazy that they're on this list. Uh, you wouldn't have thought that this time last year. But Michael Penix, quarterback, he's back. Um, he had 31 touchdown passes to eight picks and 65% completion, eight and a half yards per attempt. Very similar to McCarthy. And we're all jumping off for joy for 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 uh, for Michael Penix, aren't we, guys? You guys <laughs> yeah, are all over Penix. Put up, a, put up a few more few more yards than, uh, than McCarthy. <laughs> eh, well, fair enough. Um, but yeah, Penix was awesome. It was just a, was super awesome for for Washington after transferring from Indiana to reunite with his uh, old former coach, Kalen DeBoer. Some He'll be back. Running back, uh, this one's a little the weaker spot for, for Washington here. Cameron Davis, I, I like him. Um, he was the primary backup last year, but should be kind of take on the lead role. He had over 500 yards rushing, and he had 13 touchdowns, so he was definitely somebody they targeted in the red zone. Um, but he can catch, too, which is, uh, which is a nice bonus. He had 19 receptions. So as a kind of the backup running back, 19 receptions, that's kind of proven you can do it all. So uh, he, he's a good running back. And wide receiver, this one's tough to pick because they have three that you could legitimately pick as, you know, a, a really good wide receiver, a true number one. Yeah, Jalen Polk is a stud. Jalen McMillan is also very, very good. Ultimately, I mean, ultimately, I went with uh, Rome Odunze. Um, he's, you know, I don't know. I mean, this he led them in, in receiving yards, which is just mainly why I went with him. Um, he's also the big receiver. He's at 6'3", so made a lot of tough catches for him. But you could take McMillan, you could take Polk, and that would be fine with me, but they're they're just loaded at the skill positions. They are. Very good. All right, I'm going to a team that's getting a lot of buzz this year, Florida State. Um, I don't know if these three guys, you know, you got Jordan Travis, Trey Benson, Johnny Wilson. I don't know if they can be number one in their categories, but they're all very, very good and, you know, highly ranked in each of those. So, um, so you look at Jordan Travis, he had, he really blossomed last year 31 total touchdowns only through five picks very dangerous runner uh he proved that he could finally you know he could really throw it efficiently last year um and then look at running back trey benson you know he kind of eased into the year last year but the second half of the year he averaged over 100 yards per game a lot of explosive plays and he can also catch it out of the backfield and then johnny wilson at receiver he's just kind of an athletic freak uh six seven he can give you the explosive speed or he can catch it over over the defender um he averaged over 20 yards per catch last season uh he finished the 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 season with in their bowl game against oklahoma with 202 receiving yards he's going to springboard that into a, a huge year and be you know one of the best receivers in the country and then even outside of him they added one of michigan state's best players keon coleman at receiver who had 58 catches last year so florida state looks pretty loaded on offense yeah jaheem bell at tight end could be yeah you could put him up there too yeah that's that's a very good pick i would have taken same team in your position there um okay we're on to number six and i am taking north carolina 
And this one, this one's tough because it is. Yep. Like I said earlier, I'm I'm waiting quarterback more here, so that's why I felt like I just had to I had to take him here. Drake May is, I think, the clear second best quarterback in the country. You know, not too too far behind Caleb Williams, and I, you know, so at running back, there's there's not really a clear choice here. It's maybe kind of mm-hmm. by committee, but. Elijah Green is the the leading returner. Well, actually, Drake May is the leading returning rusher for North Carolina. But yeah. at running back, it's Elijah Green. And then receiver, obviously, Josh Downs is gone. But Devontae Walker, the transfer from Kent State, had over 900 yards and 11 touchdowns there. So yeah, he's feel, good. Yeah, I feel like he'll have a pretty big year with uh, Drake May throwing to him. So maybe the running back receiver weaker uh than than some of your guys picks on this list yeah. so far but drake may carries it and then let's see snaking back i am going with i went with oregon and yeah. this one would have been really crazy to to pick last year because none of these guys had yeah. proven anything you got bo nix who obviously was a big recruit and showed some flashes at auburn but overall his numbers were were mediocre at best there well, last year, transfers to Oregon and played like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, was in the Heisman race uh, very late in the season. 44 total touchdowns, seven interceptions last year. And then running back, Bucky Irving, transferred in from Minnesota and had over 1,000 yards on 6.8 yards per carry. So he was great. And then at receiver, Troy Franklin finally broke out last year. He was a big recruit and had uh, 891 yards and nine touchdowns. So three great players there's a lot of turnover on the offensive line for oregon but they did recruit really well um in the portal and they've recruited well out of high school so i think they'll be able to weather that and so i mean the seal position is set it's just a matter of the offensive line and michael what's interesting about your two picks there is they're both going to be breaking in new offensive coordinators I, i i like north carolina i think should be i mean drake may can overcome that um it'll be interesting with oregon seeing Bo Nix with a different offensive coordinator without Dillingham but yeah I I would have picked them there too just be interesting to watch all right I'm gonna my last pick here is gonna be Ole Miss um you know with Lane Kiffin I just have the faith in the Rebels offense uh they have a loaded quarterback room we've talked about it I'm gonna say Jackson Dart is the guy I, I mean who knows you got Spencer Sanders coming in from Oklahoma State Walker Howard from LSU but I, I'm going with Dart. He had a lot of production last year. It'll be year two of uh, Kiffin's system. You know, he was good through the air and on the ground. He had 600 yards rushing. Um, and then no matter who the quarterback is, they get to hand it off to arguably one of the best, maybe the best running back in the country, Quinshawn Judkins. Uh, he led the SEC in rushing last year, broke multiple Ole Miss records, and he was only a freshman. Um, and he did that too. Well, he was splitting carries with Zach Evans. So, he should really, you know, take on a bigger role and, and be even better this year. They also have Ulysses Bentley uh, to back him up, who put up some numbers at SMU a couple years back. Um, Kiffin had to dip into the portal this year at receiver, but he did a good job. He got two extremely productive guys from Conference USA. I made the, my top pick, Zachary Franklin. I think he might be the star coming in from UTSA. He was sixth in the nation with 94 catches. Also had 15 touchdowns. Also got Trey Harris from Louisiana Tech, who had a ton of production. And then they also got a Mackey Award semifinalist at tight end, um, Caden Prescorn from Memphis. So l- lots to like. Yep. Yep. That, That's good. That one was that was a good pick. I, I had them up there as well. That one was the quarterback was the weak link there, but the yeah. running back receiver 
great. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Potential um, would blink. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, Dart wasn't all that great last year, so it's hard to kind of project him to be a lot, a lot better this year. Um, all right. Number nine, last pick here, going to LSU. Uh, quarterback is obviously set, looking good with the returning um, talent of Jaden Daniels. Um, former LSU, I mean, for former Arizona state transfer, he had 17 touchdown passes to just three picks, just three picks. So he was really, really sharp with the ball. Um, but to, for him, he, he was just such a great runner for him last year. <laughs> he had yeah. 885 yards and 11 touchdowns on the ground. And it just kind of seemed like watching them, especially, you know, I mean, I guess the whole year, but mainly throughout the beginning of the year, just, I was watching LSU's offense and it was just it felt like Daniels was carrying them and, you know, with his with his you know ability to scramble, he just really helped that offense kind of plug along, plug along, and he had a great great year. And you know, go, coming into the season, there was some doubt from from him because you know he didn't have the best year at ASU. He had like ten touchdowns and ten picks the year prior, so it's like, eh, is he really that good? But he is. He he proved himself. So that was a, a great great job by him. Running back, this one's tough because it's kind of like committee for LSU. I picked Josh Williams just because he was he led their running backs in rushing yards last year. Um, he was a former walk-on, actually. He had 530 yards and six touchdowns. But he also got Noah Kane, uh, John Emery, Armani Goodwin. So of those four, you feel pretty darn good that you have a, you know, maybe there's not a, an elite guy there, but that's, that's some good some good running backs. And I think William, I, I just took Williams as kind of the number one there. But uh, receivers clear about who, who, who they got. Malik Neighbors. Uh, over a, over a thousand yards receiving, he only had three touchdowns, but he had seventy two total receptions. So um, he was averaging a over a over a catch a quarter if you do that. But um, <laughs> so he's a huge huge piece for them, um, and obviously expect him to get more than three touchdowns this year. All righty, so there is our yeah our top nine. Who uh, who are the snubs? Who who did you Ooh, have boy. Boy. highest on your list that did not get selected? What about you, Trey? Highest on mine was actually Texas. Um, I'm not, you know, disappointed they're off the list, but I think Ewers is going to have a bounce back year. But that's a that's kind of a personal guess. And then, but the reason I really like Texas is their receiving core. I think is it could arguably be the best in college football. It's so good, led by Xavier Worthy. But I think that'd be I think it'd be a tough argument against Ohio State. But yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I should say. Top five for sure is, in my yeah. opinion, with uh, Xavier Worry, Worthy, Isaiah Nayer coming back after Ohio Nicole. State. It's yeah, you know, it's open. They're open, and then Jatavian oh. Sanders at at tight end. At tight so yeah, end. I mean they're yeah, and we're again. Yeah, and you you said Nayer right coming back. Nayer, yeah, so, coming back from yeah, yeah. injury. Yeah. So I mean the potential's there. Yeah, and I mean the ceiling is very, or the floor is very high. They just too. they lose Bijan is which is kind of like do. the hard thing to you know because yeah. he was so no, I'm not, good. Yeah. It's not a, a total snub that they're off. Um, I had Ar- Kansas. Arkansas. Was, oh, Kansas. Yeah. Kansas was Ar- the highest that didn't get drafted for me. I had, because, uh, you know, Jalen Daniels was incredible last year at quarterback. Uh, Devin Neal at running back was great. Receiver was kind of for them. I was like, I guess what yeah. kept them off the list. For me, it's Arkansas. They were my next team. I I had the last pick, and for me, it was between LSU and Arkansas. Who was I going to pick? Because I, I like KJ Jefferson. I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. He's a. Very, very, very good quarterback. I guess you would say he's the best returning quarterback in the SEC. Um, and then Raheem Sanders, uh, running back, just a stud. But they just—they're missing the receiver. I know I, you know, yeah. probably could have gone with somebody else. But like, 
it was just I really had nowhere to go to on that. But that's kind of why I, let, I, I sided with LSU over them. But you know, uh, they have two out of the three great. So right. And then let's see, Wisconsin, Tanner Mordecai, Braylon Allen, receiver. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, who else? Georgia. You know, if, yeah. if we're counting Brock Bowers, Kendall Milton at running back, Carson Beck, we don't know, but it yeah. should be pretty good. You know, like Tennessee's probably going to, they're going to put up a good offense, but they just yeah. kind of have questions like, is Brew McCoy going to be the man at receiver? Mm-hmm. Is, is Milton going to, you know, match some of the production from last year? But they're, I'm confident they'll be good, but it was hard to, yeah, to elevate him. Oh, okay. you, Dylan Gabriel. Yep. They do lose some running back and wide receivers, so they don't have huge production on that coming back. But right, I'm assuming they'll take a big jump on offense. Penn State has huge potential because Nick Singleton is is a beast. Uh, Dante Cephas at receiver or Lambert Smith, whoever you want to go with. But yeah, Drew Aller, it's it's too big of a question mark to put in the top nine. Yeah, he could be great. Yep. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon if you'd like to support us. That's the best way to do so. Uh, you get bonus episodes and access to our lively Discord server. So that's patreon.com slash Bros. Uh, thanks again for watching and listening. We'll see you next time.